Do stands really only add four days to your lifespan? I get this question a lot on social media. It seems like every day somebody's asking me in one of the comments, you're wrong, man. You know, statins only add four days to your life. Do you really want to take the risk and, and, and risk your body and risk your life for a statin? So first of all, let me just put this out there, but there's almost no risk to taking statins. I mean, sure, there are some people that get myalgias, which is muscle aches, and there are incredibly rare cases of liver uh, failure and rhabdomyolysis, which is a type of muscle uh, destruction. Now, those are incredibly rare. We're talking like one in a million people, maybe. And most of the time, um, a lot of those things can be averted by checking you know, various liver enzymes and whatnot. The American Heart Association and, and American College Cardi no longer recommend that people check uh, liver enzymes on people routinely um, for statin therapy. We used to when statins first came out, but we no longer uh, recommend that. Now, a large study that I published uh, on one of my videos recently looked at all people taking statins and they found the incidence of all side effects to be about 9%. The vast majority of side effects like the muscle aches and whatnot occurred at about a 3% rate up to maybe 5% rate. Um, but when you threw in all possible side effects, like including, including like headaches, diarrhea, constipation, you know, whatever else people might be complaining of, they came up with it is about a 9% overall side effect rate rate. And if you, and I don't understand the obsession with statin medications, because if you look at other medications like Tylenol, ibuprofen, aspirin, and even supplements like you know, magnesium, multivitamins, sugar of this, you know, horse tail hoof shavings or whatever. I've seen some crazy stuff. If you look at the side effect profiles and the side effects of those, it is a tremendous amount uh, of side effects. So I'm not sure why people are obsessed with that. So I see that there's like these cardiologists online and some other people that keep repeating this nonsense that taking a statin only adds four days to your life. So I was trying to figure out where this study was and how did they come up with this? Because if any of you guys have looked at any of the cholesterol trials, any of the statin trials, they literally, literally, based on computed models and whatnot and just what we know now, unfortunately, statins have only been around since 1987, so we don't have really long-term data. We don't have 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 year data. Like, you know, we don't, in 1987, if, if there's a, let's say a, a 20 year old in 1987 that was put on a statin, you know, today, let, let's just say 90 to keep it simple. Today, they're only about 40 years old. Um, so, you know, 40 to 50, let's say somewhere in that range. So we don't have long-term data and, and by 40 or 50, most people are not going to have heart disease. You know, the vast majority of people will not have heart disease that young. So once we have, you know, another 40 years of data and evidence, we'll know, hey, listen, compared to everything else, people who are on statins versus not, regardless of anything else, lived longer and we'll know exactly how much. So I went back through all of the research and data to try to figure out where these people came up with this number that a statin only adds four years to your life. And I could only come up with one study um, almost all the other studies, it showed like reductions in all cause mortality, reductions in cardiovascular mortality, and they were significant. They were not just small little absolute reductions, like a one or 2% reduction here or there. It was like 
you know, large reductions. And we know carried out on a long enough time frame, um, if you've talked to me and heard a lot of my other videos, you'll know on a long enough time horizon that they will absolutely add decades to your lifespan. Um, so one of the chapters in my, my new cholesterol book, and there's a link in the description to figure out how to get it and when to get it. Um, you also get a sample copy and my lipid guide, uh, when you sign up, you'll get sample pages, sample illustrations, it's a beautiful, gorgeous graphic book. It's going to be full color. Um, so one of the chapters in my book is do statins really only add four days to your life? And I'm just going to read it to you because I feel like I don't want to miss anything. And, and the way it's written is probably very self-explanatory. So I'm just going to start there. Another claim my, made by the anti-cholesterol medfluencers is that taking statins only adds four days to your lifespan. If you have gotten this far, you realize that this is utter nonsense. There are even a few quote-unquote cardiologist medfluencers selling contrarian anti-cholesterol, anti-statin books that base their entire career based on this one single claim. There's no doubt that modern medicine has added 30 to 50 years to lifespans. If you have read other sections of this book, you will see that even in just cardiology, we have reduced death rates from cardiovascular disease 70% since 1986 and another 10% 10% in just the last 10 years. See other sections of this book. Let's start by looking at, at world population levels. If we look at the population of the world in 1986, we had 4.9 billion people on Earth. Most of us remember that and recall thinking that was an astonishingly large number. In 2023, we have over 8 billion people on Earth, and the number keeps growing. Sure, much of this growth is due to improved living conditions, less war, improved infant mortality rates, antibiotics, clean drinking water, electricity, and large-scale agriculture. But a large portion of this population explosion since the 1980s is, is since the 1980s, to today is due to modern medications and therapeutics. More on the therapeutics later. So how, how do they reach the conclusion that you only add four days to your lifespan? It appears to be based on a study published in the British Medical Journal, Open Edition, titled, quote, The Effect of Statins on Average Survival in Randomized Trials, an Analysis of Endpoint Postponement, unquote. The study looked at statin studies up to 2009 and later added up to, added 2010 and even 2011. The amount of studies used in this analysis was only 11. This is a very low number. They included studies that tracked all-cause mortality data. These studies lasted two to six years. Further, approximately 43,000 of the patients in these studies in this meta-analysis were on the weaker statins, which were pravastatin and simvastatin. They concluded that statins added 1 to 4.8 days of lifespan based on their models and projections. If you've gotten this far in this book, you already know the inherent problem of this study. The authors know too, but let's go through them one by one. Looking at studies that only followed people for 2 to 4 years on average will not give you robust data on all-cause mortality. At all. Full stop. Read the section in this book on why chasing all-cause mortality in medical therapeutic studies is not helpful and is absurd, especially when people are only followed for a handful of years. Many of the studies included the weakest statins, and when the studies use atorvastatin and rosuvastatin, which are more potent statins, many times they were at much weaker doses. Sure, sometimes they had a higher dose, 
but that doesn't change the point. This reduces and diminishes effect size. They also used data that was available up until 2009 and maybe even up to 2011. Most statins, most statin studies up until that point were mostly on weaker statins and for shorter periods of time. The first statin was discovered in 1987. It wasn't until 2001 that rosuvastatin, Crestor, came to market and was widely available. Because it wasn't generic until 2016, most people were not on the most potent statin or not on it for very long. Further, taking a snapshot of two to four years and extrapolating it over a lifetime isn't accurate since we now know that risk reduction is cumulative and the absolute risk reduction improves drastically over time. See the above sections where we discuss absolute risk versus relative risk and why you need to carry it out over a longer period of time. And then you have a much larger um, separation and a much greater uh, absolute risk reduction. The author's own conclusions found that when you examined the 4S trials, people on simvastatin for 5.8 years actually added 27 days to their lifespan. This is not the most potent statin either. Carried out on a large enough time horizon, this would increase the area under the curve as discussed earlier and the AUC or area under the curve would expand. See the previous discussion on absolute versus relative risk. The authors also explained that this is the survival gain only during the time, the trial time. For example, the Jupiter trial was supposed to run for four years, but was stopped early due to tremendous benefit and only ran 1.9 years. They concluded that this means that being on Crestor 20 for only 1.9 years adds 7.25 days to your lifespan, assuming you stop taking it after those 1.9 years and nothing else changes. In this instance, being on rosuvastatin 20 daily for 1.9 years will add seven and a half days of lifespan to your life. That's all we can conclude. This ignores and assumes no compounding or cumulative effects. Just that 1.9 year intervention alone adds seven days to your life. Again, the effects of statins are cumulative and the area under the curve will expand the longer you are on them. The authors also stated in their own discussion, quote, there are a few studies with long-term follow-up after cardiovascular intervention trials showing that this survival might be substantial. They also noted that when you looked at the Kaplan-Meier survival curves in the 4S trial and calculated the area under the curve, you actually had a postponement of, quote, any cardiovascular endpoint of 109 days. Imagine just taking a medicine for five years and delaying a heart attack or stroke or, or uh, prolonging your life uh, by three to four months. Now imagine if you stayed on that medication and kept your LDLC and ApoB low for decades. Further, they stated that there is inherent selection bias since they could only include 11 trials. The author's final thoughts, you may ask? Quote, we believe that statins should be prescribed according to the prevailing guidelines. Statins are usually inexpensive and safe, at least in a clinical trial setting, and the benefit in terms of mortality or non-fatal cardiovascular outcomes cannot be reasonably challenged. Those are their exact words. You can read the full study at, and then there's a link to the study. So, the point of all this is that when you look at something only for a brief snapshot in time, 
you're getting a small window and you're not getting the full effect size. We know that the longer you keep your LDL cholesterol down, the the better you do long term. We've known we've know this now based on a multitude of trials and we don't need to use projection models anymore. We know that somebody who has an ApoB of 10 to 15 or 20, you know, very low due to genetic, you know, mutations or medications that they have almost no atherosclerosis which almost completely eliminates the chance of them dying of the number one killer. So when you take away the number one killer, as well as like a lot of different sort of cancers, uh, risk goes down as well. But when you eliminate the number one killer on a population basis, because they're all on lipid-lowering therapy, you're going to get a huge reduction um, in, in uh, atherosclerosis, uh, mortality, all of that, and you will add uh, decades to people's lives. Um, and that's kind of my thoughts on it. If you if you were to extend these trials out long enough, more than just the two to four years, you keep somebody on a statin medication 20 to 40 years, now we're going to see the results. Now we're going to see what happens. Now we're going to have the definitive data. So that's those are my thoughts. Again, I'm never going to run any ads on here. Um, leave some awesome reviews, you know, go on iTunes or your podcast player, leave some amazing reviews. I love you all. And I'm going to keep sharing awesome, amazing cardiology advice.